Good morning. This is Pastor Carl Anderson with uh, Inside the Pages. Uh, new this morning. Uh, again, something different today. And so I hope you have your coffee or tea or whatever you your preference is to enjoy. Or maybe you're at work and you're listening to this or driving somewhere on this 21st day of January. But we're talking about the Watchmen. And Lions and Bob Wire. And this is a book that has been written to inspire, uh, to help, you know, on our day-to-day -day journey. Uh, it's important. It's important to understand where you are and to understand where others have been because someone has been there and whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, someone has been there and they've done that as well. And so I um, want to talk a little bit about this, this book, The Watchmen, Lions and Barbed Wire is um, available on Amazon. And I have the link uh, posted so that if you click on it, it'll take you there. And um, so, you know, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about it, a little bit about this book. Ezekiel, Ezekiel, this young man, Ezekiel, was involved in ministry, but it most, uh, the fact that he was also in captivity, very interesting as far as what happened. Now, visions, visions, I'm, I'm talking from chapter one only, visions are living influences. That's what visions are. They're living influences. You ever have a dream about something or you, you saw something and you knew it was an ideal? You knew it was something that was valid, uh, something useful, and you sat on it. And you looked around and someone else was doing it. And in your mind, and you may have even said it out loud that, man, I, I, I had that dream of doing that, but you didn't act upon it. Visions are living influences. And so it moved on it's like clouds. It keeps moving until someone embraces. So um, on our journey, our journey begins with visions of God, knowing that he is the source of the visions. Now, not every dream or inspiration is from God. But these visions, what we're talking about, uh, the ones mentioned and some that you may have that are not mentioned uh, have been sent from the Lord. And so again, to be clear, visions derived from a few different sources. God sends them, the multitude of, of thoughts will cause you to have a dream or something we ingest creates a chemical imbalance and we dream dreams. One day, a young man, uh, Ezekiel, uh, his name means God's strength, was by the river of Jabbar. Besides him living in captivity under the strong hand of King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, we do not know much 
uh, about what he was doing when he began seeing the vision. Yes, we know he was by the river. We know he was in captivity. But what else about this young man? Maybe you experienced something similar. One day you were at the gym, maybe relaxing, uh, enjoying some alone time, having a conversation on social media or like Ezekiel, uh, captive. You were in distress. And God used uh, that moment. He uses the inopportune times such as valley experiences uh, to show us different things. He has our undivided attention usually by then. I know I've had some low spots where there was nothing but desert. Uh, then there was a vision. And no one saw the vision but you. Uh, it was larger than life. Easy and challenging at the same time. It looked attainable and sometimes it doesn't look sometimes it's just large and you're not sure but you know it's it's doable god said it was doable and um it's impossible when you weigh the objective against yourself and the demands of it like you and i ezekiel felt some kind of way as the heavens open the visions of God suddenly began appearing. No doubt he thought about what he was seeing and possibly attempted to talk with us later. You know, you may have had a dream or a vision of something and tried to discuss what you saw with someone else. And, you know, the vision, the inspiration, the ideal that you had and quickly learned sharing what you saw, only you saw it, be challenging and even disappointing. Now, we usually reach out to others when we have a dream or vision uh, for some type of validation. But we have to remember that the vision belongs to you. God knows what to do if he wants them to see it. And if he told it to them, then now you have a competition. Because uh, unless you're drawn together to work on it together, then that creates competition. But when God gives you a vision, it's for you. After Ezekiel's first experience with the vision, uh, there came an audible expression that he couldn't ignore. You know, so one day I was, uh, prior to the writing of the book, The Watchmen, Lions, and Bob Wire, I had a dream and uh, I thought it was just my thoughts. Now, have you ever noticed that when you have a dream that sometimes you're talking within the dream, you're communicating? And I thought within my thoughts that, hey, that I was just dreaming. And immediately I heard a voice that directed me to the, to the scripture. And I sat down and began to read about the very thing that I had dreamed. At that moment, it was clear that it was not my imagination because of the scripture reference uh, that was very informative, very uh, gave a lot of instructions as far as what needed to be done. Now, it's, it's important that you write down your dream, you write your vision down and write what you're hearing. I have a... a 
a composition book where I was just sitting down, taking notes. Sometimes I like to type information into the computer and and other times I like to just sit down and, and write it into, uh, into a, a notepad or something. But it's important that you write down what you're seeing and what you're hearing because you're going to need this information later as a point of reference uh, when the dream manifests. Now, you want the dream to manifest with you. You don't want the dream to manifest with someone else. And again, you look back and say, hey, uh, the Bible said, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he that may may run that readeth it for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at that at the time, it shall speak, not lie, though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And you'll, you'll find that scripture in Habakkuk 2 and 2 and 3. And so the vision is for an appointed time and will come to pass. Visions are time elements. So you have to move upon them. You don't have to take giant steps if you take baby steps, but you have to move. You have to be doing something to work with the vision and momentum, just like crawling, uh, walking, running, sprinting, you know, it comes over time. And we also must protect the integrity of the vision our, our, and ourselves from being entangled uh, with wire and uh, with barbed wire. Ezekiel looked and this time he saw a little more. Now, when you have a vision, uh, you, you have to meditate on it. Uh, blesses the man that meditate on it on his word day and night. But you have to meditate and think about the vision and the thing that you saw as well. Don't stop looking at the vision. Don't take your eyes off of it, of what God has sent to you. And, and whether it's personal goals, obtaining uh, academic um, or uh, employment of various sorts, don't take your eyes off the goals. Don't lose focus. Now, it's important because money never sleeps. We, we laugh about this. Uh, a friend of mine, actually a mentor that assisted when I was learning um, technology. And I'm still learning. You, you never stop learning uh, and, and enhancing your skill set. You know that money never sleeps and time waits for no one. We must also understand visions are living influences. And if the ideal is not received in a brace, um, if we don't exercise it, again, it's going to move to someone else. Now, Ecclesiastes 9.11 points this out to us. It says, I return and I saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the straw, neither bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. So everyone, it don't matter what level you're at, there is a opportunity that is waiting to be embraced by you. You and I have something in common with Ezekiel. However, we're not the only ones. Besides the vision, words explicitly spoken into his ears, you. You were hand-selected, and, and you need to understand that. When you see something, when you have a vision, when you have a dream, when you're inspired, you were hand-selected for that. 
meaning that you have received a blessing with the ability and authority to run with the idea, with the intention or the message that will help others. Now, remember, visions are living entities. Visions are from God. And everyone's vision is not your vision. Someone may have a vision and come and say, hey, join in with this vision with me. It may not be your vision, but it could be lucrative. And you may want to be an investor. Investors invest in other people's vision. And so they're along for the ride and that's okay. You can go along for the ride of someone else's vision. Make sure their vision. They should have a business plan and they should have uh, some action, you know, of what is going to happen, how it will happen so that you're just giving money away. Visions aren't limited to ministers. Uh, they are for whoever receives it. And so what is your vision today? What is your vision this morning? Visions are not something that are, are necessarily big either. Uh, Sometimes we look for that big explosion, boom. And, and so um, it is not always that. And we must consider that. It's, it could be though, it's those little things that, that makes a difference. You know, they, they call them widgets. And so maybe you have a widget in mind that is going to change the world. It's small. Others may not see it like you see it, but how many widgets do we use? I, I My coffee pot broke the other day and I went out to look for another one and I didn't purchase a full coffee pot. I actually purchased a what would be considered a widget uh, so that I could uh, just have a slow drip. And I like that. I, I It tastes better to me. Um, so I enjoyed it. But listen to what um, 1 Kings 19, 11, 12 says. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountain. So there was a powerful wind breaking pieces to rocks as before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. So see, your vision and what you're working on may not be a, it may not be large as someone else's. But it doesn't mean that it is not impacting. And so whether in distress, whether playing, suggestions, dream, own it. Own the vision that you receive. Own it. Now, no one thinks about the, uh, the car you drive. They'll think about the vision. They won't think about the house you lived in. They will think and talk about the vision. That's what they're going to remember. People will remember the vision that you manifest. And so uh, let's embrace it. Let's own it. Oh, bless you, Lord. There are a few things that 
um, that I want to point out is as this comes to an end, certainly um, we'll be doing this more to talk about the different um, uh, aspects of the books that have been written. But we're starting out with this one here, uh, The Watchmen, Lions, and Barbed Wire. Now, I want to read a, also a, a testimony from someone that, um, that have read uh, through this book and read it uh, more than once. But there are a few things that we always want to remember about the visions of God. Visions come during a stressful time. They are accompanied by the word of God. God authorizes and signs off on the vision. You must not take your eyes off the vision. Retain the vision in your heart. God's servants protect the vision. Their humbling experiences. And then there's some things you want to avoid. We're talking about avoiding the entanglements, uh, the barbed wire. Ignoring the vision is, a, is an entanglement. It, it brings doubt. It uses focus. Closing your eyes to the vision. Thinking the vision is not for you because somewhere within your spirit, you feel unworthy or you feel that you cannot accomplish it. Forgetting God is bigger. God is bigger than the vision that you, that you see. He's bigger. And, and he's the resource behind everything. Seeking validation from others. You know, it's something I believe that is, that is within us from the time that we're always seeking validation from others. Even when we're right and we know we're right, we're looking for some type of validation. But don't do that. That's something that you, when there's a vision that God has given, when there's an idea that's in your mind about your education, um, something that is related to you that's going to enhance your life and your living, you don't need someone else to validate that. You validated it. It was already validated within your spirit within your mind that this something that should be done that is going to help you and your family and future. Failing to write the vision. It's imperative that you write the vision. You know, again, I have my composition book here and I, I've written stuff in it. Um, I have little sticky notes in the back of other books that I, little books that I carry with me to work that soon as a thought hit my mind, I write it down. Or if I'm driving because our phones are recorders, then I'll click the record and I'll, I'll uh, say something so that I won't forget it. So that later I can go back to it and then pray about it, read about it, you know, and find out what is it I need to do. And so you need to make sure that you write the vision down. not realizing visions are living influences. Now, I've never heard no one tell me that. I've learned this from experience, that visions are living influences. 
It doesn't matter what the vision is. It is a living influence and it's you to do what is right. It, it can even be an influence to do something wrong, but we're, we're talking about doing what is right. But the point is, is that it's, that vision is alive. That vision is captive. That vision is motivating. That vision will help you uh, along the way. And so Ezekiel, you know, I love the book of Ezekiel. Um, and he really inspired me over the, the past couple of years in reading this particular book. And so as we, as I begin to write about uh, Lions and Bob Wire, um, he was the first individual I thought about as far as the vision. Now, others have visions. Uh, Joseph talks about uh, the baker and when he was in his imprisonment that they had, uh, that there was uh, some that was with him that had visions and they didn't understand the vision. And, and so in, in Genesis 40 and 8, it said, we both had visions, they answered, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me your dream. So when you have a vision, when you see something, go to God. Simple as that. Go to the Lord. Talk to him about it. Don't talk to everybody else about it. Talk to him about it. Because remember earlier, we talked about the fact that it can be a little discouraging because everyone is not going to see and understand what you saw. It was intended for you. And so we all have to learn that. We all have to learn that, you know, some learn it earlier than others. It's for you. And so um, I'm coming to an end. Actually, this was, uh, again, you know, talking about the book, which is uh, found on Amazon, The Man, Lions and Bob Wire, which is inspirating, inspirational uh, reading. It's an easy read um, along with... Um, the visions that God has given and the entanglements. We become entangled in situations in such a way that we don't know what else to do. We don't know what else to do. But in reading this particular uh, book here, you know, The Watchmen, Lions, and Bob Wire, uh, it lets you know that you're not the only one that have dealt with the situation and that we'll deal with it and you'll be able to help someone else. Uh, a gentleman who purchased and uh, actually the book was given to him as a gift by one of the members in the church um, said that as he read the book, he was humble. He said he was humbled by what he, the experiences that he was reading in the book. He remembered when he lost his faith and he was wondering about what to do and, and was kind of, you know, with no direction. And he said, as he began to read the book, it really stirred his heart up. It stirred his spirit up and, and he was very encouraged. So encouraged that he began to share his testimony and how he has been strengthened and how he is seeking the Lord. Well, friends, I'm again, this is Pastor Carl Henderson. 
uh, the cornerstone of grace. You've been listening to Inside the Pages, and today we're talked about the Watchmen, Lions, and Bob Wire, which can be found on Amazon. And so my prayer is that you um, uh, grab a copy, read it, highlight it, um, and make notes. We'll be in this book talking about it um, at different points um, for the uh, on next week as well. And so it'd be great if you would call in or comment in your thoughts as well and for discussion. And so it's an open line. It's not just uh, it's not just something that we're talking about, but it's an open discussion. So uh, grab your coffee, grab your as I did and grab your cup of tea and look for um, next week. Uh, same time, well, Saturday at, at 9 a.m. And um, we'll be discussing is a general conversation about uh, about the entanglements. What can we do? You know, uh, one thing about the the end result of, of being entangled is that someone pulled me out. And not only did they pull me out, but I was empowered that I can pull others out too. And so you can't be afraid to, to reach down. You know, yes, you're going to scratch your hands a little bit, but someone's had their hands scratched to pull you out of, or to pull me out. Someone's hands were scratched to pull you out of whatever you was in as well. And so with that being said, I want to end this particular um, a segment and, you know, I'm excited about the Lord. Uh, again, we'll be back in service, a regular our service time tomorrow at 9 a.m. live service. But um want to end uh, this with a, a musical selection from C.C. Winans. It, it says, Believe on it. And, of course, we uh, like to talk about our artists and um, those. Uh, I'm a big music fan. I play the bass guitar in service sometime, not as much as I used to because of other responsibilities, but I love music. And, and so uh, believe for it, believe for it. God is able. Thank you for, for joining in this morning. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your uh, giving a, a listening ear. And uh, again, uh, we want to open this up for discussion. Any thoughts that you might have uh, regarding uh, situations being entangled and being un tangled uh, from the very thing that you're dealing with. Uh, God bless you. And we'll look forward to speaking with you again on next week. You
Be blessed. Take on the day.